That's Ball Folks Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reynolds. This is episode 52, and the Sixers are eliminated from the first inaugural in-season tournament. <laughs> kind of have a little bit of a reality check coming down to earth a little bit after a very hot start. Uh, a pro of that, we don't have to see that red court anymore. You can watch a successful Sixers game or not successful Sixers game uh, without your eyes burning. That's a pro. Colin, we don't get to pretend to be excited if they won the whole thing. Kind of a bummer. Uh, eliminated with the loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers last night, who were extremely shorthanded, and it was a struggle for Embiid and Maxi. Shots that normally fall didn't, but mainly it was a lack of defense the first three quarters. It was actually horrific. Defense in the fourth and in overtime were phenomenal. And honestly, I have to give a shout out to Pat Bev. Thought it was honestly going to be one of his, hey, Pat Bev Sixers moments this uh, early into the season. But unfortunately, it wasn't. They couldn't pull away with the win. Uh, let's dive in. Uh, again, I hope everybody's doing well. This is a fun episode. Thanksgiving this week. Always great. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, my brother, Jer, still out. It's funny how your back affects your mouth, apparently, uh, and he can't talk. Weird. But he is recovering, and he will be back in the next couple weeks or so, which should be fun. Uh, let's talk Sixers. I definitely do not think it's time to hit the panic button. I think a lot of people were throwing out some heat of the moment takes uh, on Twitter after the game and look rightfully so I get it. It was, it was a bummer. It was a brutal loss. Uh, it really was, especially to a very shorthanded Cavs team. Um, but they should have won that game. They really should have for whatever reason. Embiid tends to not have his greatest games against Jared Allen. He played fine. I just, I, I can't get over the lack of, of defense, uh, the first three quarters and the final possession of the game. Look, I understand. I know that we have the best player on the floor in Joel Embiid, and you want to have the ball in the best player's hands with the game on the line. I'm not arguing that. But I do think maybe you run a little high pick and roll action with Maxi, get him going downhill, which he did in overtime and barely missed the layup, which was brutal. Or you've got Embiid getting a bucket, pulling up, hitting a little mid-range jump shot, or getting fouled. Not settling for a fade away from the elbow. I did not love that. Nick Nurse said post-game, hey, the play was simple. We got the ball to Embiid to take the last shot. You live with the results. You can't really argue that. You can't. Want to know what else you can't argue with? The fact that the Anthony Melton has been balling out over the last four games or so. He's been amazing. After a horrific start offensively, he has been very, very good. I read a stat that just absolutely blew my mind. Those of you listening, I'm sure you've heard it. Those of you who haven't, you're going to love it. I tweeted something about Melton a couple games ago, just about how he has to be like the worst finisher around the rim uh, in the NBA. I still think that's true. Somebody replied that he was actually shooting (gasps) from three feet in 22.7%. I thought that seemed generous. I love Melton, but that seemed generous. Then my guy Trill the next day tweeted out that he's not only shooting 22.7% from three feet in, but he's shooting 42% from three. That isn't, like, I can't even wrap my mind around it. He's shooting lights out from three and he can't make a layup. It's kind of insane. No, it's not kind of insane. It is insane and it's ridiculous. The dude just hasn't been good, especially in transition, finishing that is, but 
Uh, I just can't believe that. However, he has played really well as of late, and I'm hoping that continues. It's very clear that when the things were rolling with the Sixers, it was because everybody was healthy, everybody was playing, everybody was a part of it. They need Kelly Oubre Jr. back. It was announced yesterday that he's making progress. He's been seen around the practice facility. Videos of him even getting up shots the other day. That's all great. Uh, I think it's the contact that everybody's worried about, obviously being a rib injury. They said that he'll be reevaluated in another week. Keep resting. Keep healing. Need that, but we, we just need to get the gang back together. We need him healthy, and we need him back out there. Straight up. Now, look, if it's going to mean more Jaden Springer minutes, then that's okay. However, Jaden Springer did not play a lot uh, last night, actually, at all. He played like seven minutes. Uh, zero bench production. Daniel House, I think, led bench scoring with like seven points. Paul Reed had a couple. Beverly hit his only bucket of the game with that little teardrop at the end. Again, I thought that was going to be his moment. Uh, rough. Rough. But we, we need Ubre back. And honestly, uh, and maybe it was just a matchup thing because Beverly actually, he played, all things considered, Garland had what, 32, so not the greatest, but Pev just pestered him. Pat Bev did all night, and I love that. I really did. Anyway, we need him back healthy. Sixers have the red-hot Timberwolves tonight, the second night of a back-to-back. Won't be shocked if we have guys sit, a.k.a. Embiid, uh, just being questionable, of course, leading up to last night's game. Curious to see if he plays or not. The Wolves are awesome. And honestly, outside the Sixers, I think Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton are my two favorite players to watch. And speaking of Halliburton, did anyone see what he and the Pacers did last night? The final score in regulation was 157 to 152 in a win against the Hawks. Halliburton balled out. He had 37, went 9 for 15 from 3, but he healed with a perfect 6 for 6 from 3. And how about Obi Toppin? Just a complete career turnaround in Indy. He's been amazing. Not at all what we saw of him in New York. He had 21. The Pacers are awesome. I hope that they honestly go and win the entire in-season tournament. I tweeted something. We talked about it last week, but I tweeted something. It wasn't a shot directed at the Pacers. I just think that this in-season tournament's funny. And again, I don't know what we're going to get. I don't know who's going to win. Is it going to be the Lakers? Is it going to be the Pacers? A young team, an old team like the Lakers? I don't know. But it is going to be fun to kind of care about the in-season tournament. Now that the Sixers are out, I can just kind of sit back and watch it and enjoy. Uh, but I hope the Pacers go win the whole damn thing. I think it's awesome. Go win the, what are they calling it, the cup? Whatever. Whatever you want to call it, I hope they go win it. Go do it. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on the NBA. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick over or under on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can also pick from Rivals, which pits two players against each other for a head-to-head matchup. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code TBF24 that's TBF24, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Are you a slave to the can? Why don't you grow up and maybe join CEDA, Can Energy Drinkers Anonymous. At Buffed Energy, our energy is literally too powerful for a can. It also includes ingredients that can't sit around in water for months, 
let alone a day. Our proprietary blend of organic mushrooms combined with nootropics and caffeine will give you the boost you love from energy drinks and the focus you desire when you ask your friends if you can get some Adderall from them. I literally drank one before setting my underdog fantasy lineup tonight for Monday Night Football, and guess who hit two pick'em slips? You're damn right. Go Birds. Buffed Energy, destroying energy drinks one can at a time. Calling all golfers. Do you have a problem three-putting? If you said no, you were either in complete denial or you're just a straight-up liar. Jokes aside, and in all reality, who doesn't? It's inevitable. We're all three-putters. Well, let me introduce you to a new lifestyle brand for golf that is made for us. The Three-Putt Golf Company. Golf gear that meets the average golfer where they are, but looks like a professional brand. The first drop sold out in hours, but more are coming. Keep an eye out for the drop, discounts for That's Ball Folks listeners, giveaways, and more. Three-Putt Golf Company. Everybody three-putts look good doing it. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? You tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those. You should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram. Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive Turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. I hate that my brother has a bad back. <laughs> As I mentioned, he's recovering nicely. Should have him back in the next couple weeks. Uh, but in honor of Jer and in spirit of him not being here, I wanted to give out a couple uh, loves and hates myself. And let's start with the hates. Number one, and I'm actually pretty passionate about this. Anytime that I post a women's hoop highlight, there's always one a-hole who feels the need to chime in and compare it to men's and just completely ruin it and degrade everything. Why can't people just enjoy basketball? Let's, let's dumb it down even more. Why can't I just enjoy basketball? Seriously, basketball is basketball. Why can't people just enjoy that? Why do they feel this need to chime in or compare it and, and just make it less? Why? I mean, I know why. And sadly, a lot of people are this way just for whatever reason. They just are chauvinist, just dicks. But it's insane. Why can't you just enjoy basketball? Doesn't matter the level. High school, college, G League, pro, over in Europe. If it's men's, if it's women's, if there is a good basketball highlight, it's a good basketball highlight. Basketball is basketball. I'm always going to enjoy it. I'm going to continue to spread the good word about women's basketball. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you're not rocking with it yet, now is your time. This is your sign to do so. There's so much talent, so much young talent. This year's March Madness tournament is going to be absolutely nuts in college. Start watching now so that you're familiar when the tournament rolls around. Big believer. Big fan. I'm just a fan of hoops, period. Good hoops is good hoops. Don't care if it's men's, women's, any level. Let me enjoy it for heaven's sake. My goodness. Anyway, there's my first hate. Second hate. Uh, Carissa Thompson saying that she made up things as a sideline reporter. <laughs> what the hell is that? For those who don't know, Carissa Thompson was a sideline reporter for NFL games, and she got on a Barstool podcast and said that sometimes the coach wouldn't give her the time of day, so she would just make up things that the coach said. 
You can't do that. She got a lot of backlash, rightfully so. And you know how many other reporters there are who work their asses off and don't make things up? There are a lot of them. And we saw all of them reply to that. And it made me sad. I like Carissa Thompson. That was a bummer to hear. But what are you thinking? What are you thinking? And then she got on and apologized saying she's never done that. And it was just her trying to be cool and funny on a Barstool podcast, blah, blah, blah. Just a dumb, dumb, she's for sure done that. She just, uh, nobody's making that up. Ridiculous. I don't know. I hated it. That, that really bummed me, bummed me out. Uh, the third thing that I hate, I think about this a lot. I talk about it a lot and I thought about it again tonight. I talked to my buddy Skitty about it. Let's talk about it again. I hate the MVP voting criteria. Again, I went out on this a lot last season. Embiid won. That's great. Whatever. My thoughts haven't changed. I truly think about it a lot. I am by no means a big guy. In fact, I'm pretty tiny. Five, nine to be generous. 145, 50-ish around there. Little guy. I have hooped, however. I can hoop. I still hoop. I know the game. I can play the game. I firmly believe if you cannot dribble the ball up the floor, give a little right-to-left crossover or left-to-right even, make it easier, maybe throw one between your legs and make a layup, you absolutely should not have a vote for MVP or All-NBA. And I mean that. I'm not kidding. I've used the example a lot of Top Chef. I can't cook. I can't cook to save my life. Should I be a judge and tell the other chefs who is better than others? Absolutely not. How about this example? Let's look at American Idol. I can't sing. You, I say I can't be. I can't cook. Singing is even worse. I love music, but I can't sing. Should I be allowed to get on American Idol and tell everybody who the best singer is? Of course not. It makes no sense. You're telling me you want Katy Perry with a freaking MVP vote? What about Simon? Ca- well, actually, with Simon Cowell. Hold on. Let's talk about this. Uh, that dude can find talent. Now that I say it, he can find talent better than maybe anybody on the planet. Maybe we get Simon Cowell an MVP vote. I think I would be fine with that, actually. How do we make that happen? I like that. That's something I can get behind. Anyway, point stands. I hate the MVP voting criteria. I hate that it's allowed to the media. Whatever, even if it is allowed to the media, we need to change some things up. If you can't ball or just ball in the slightest, nobody is expecting you to be able to play at an NBA level. That's ridiculous. But if you can't do simple, basic basketball things, I think that's ridiculous. Truly, it, it's insane. Anyway, those are my three things I hate. Let's let's jump over to loves. My three things that I'm loving. Number one, a good deal. Our friends at Three Putt Golf Company, they're rolling out their Black Friday sale. If you use the code 3PUTT30, that is 3-P-U-T-T-3-0, you can get 30% off your order. If you're not following them, you're, you need to see that they've got a new rebrand, new logo, new design. If you are following them, you've seen it. They're rolling out all new gear soon, and I will be more than happy to drop that. Uh, but until then, go snag one of their flagship hats because they're going to be gone. So go get one and save some money doing so. Everybody loves Black Friday deal. Uh, go get some golf hats. Number two, the Tosh Show. This is funny. has nothing to do with sports. But my favorite comedian, Daniel Tosh, started a podcast. You may know him from the Comedy Central show Tosh.0. Back in the day, it was the best. He now has a podcast called The Tosh Show. It's on YouTube. He said in the first episode, he said that when they pitched in the idea, there's some company. I don't know who, like iHeartRadio or somebody. 
pitched him the idea uh, to do a podcast. He basically said, look, I don't want to interview celebrities or other comedians, but if I can interview people like my wife's gynecologist, um, I'll do it. Company said, yeah, that'll never happen. And guess who his first guest was? <laughs> it, was it was exactly that. Uh, disclosure, it is inappropriate. So if you are a kid listening to this, do not watch it or listen to it. I don't want to get you in trouble, especially my family members who are listening to this, but it is funny and I love Tosh and I still need to see him live. But anyway, that's my second thing. My third thing, the number one high school player in the country, Cooper Flag, and his team played in a tournament out here in Utah and played against my alma mater. Actually, do people refer to their high schools as their alma mater? I don't know, but it's the school that I attended and I went to the game last night with my buddy Skitty my cousin Dallas, and we went to go see what all the hype was about. I will say this. The game looks so effortless to those dudes. So easy. Cooper Flag had like 10 points, had a couple ridiculous blocks, like he wasn't even trying, a highlight dunk on a fast break. But the rest of his team is just ridiculous, and they looked even more ridiculous playing against American Fork High School. <laughs> Their six best players are committed to Duke, Baylor, Indiana, LSU, Georgia, and Maryland. It's tough to beat. But I liked what I saw from Cooper. It was actually pretty cool to go out and see. Wild, he was just playing in my backyard. I couldn't miss that uh, at all. But uh, again, it just looked like he wasn't trying. It looked like none of the dudes were trying. Their little point guard who's committed to Baylor, just so simple. The game was so easy to him. And they just dominated AF. It was sad. But I am very excited to see Cooper Flag play at Duke. Uh, it's I, I'm a believer in all the hype. The fourth thing, maybe I mentioned it last week. I don't remember, but I'm really excited, so I'm going to say it again. I'm surprising my father-in-law and my brother-in-law with a trip this weekend to Philly slash New Jersey, going to a Devils game Saturday, uh, Birds-Bills game Sunday, Sixers-Lakers Monday. My father-in-law lived in Philly in the 80s. He hasn't been back for a sporting event, a Philly sporting event since. We're obviously big Philly guys, and I can't wait. If you hear this... And you will be in attendance to any of those three games. Please tell me. Hit me up on Twitter. I would love to meet up with you guys and say what up. Truly, I'm not kidding. I'm already popping into a couple different Eagles tailgates. If there's going to be anybody listening to this who is at the Sixers game on Monday, please tell me. I will be there very early. Would love to meet up. Truly, I mean that. I think it would be really cool. Twitter's funny. Or X, whatever. I'm never going to call it X. Twitter's funny because I genuinely have like friendships from that app of people I've never met. So if I could meet you guys in person, I would love nothing more. And if you're not going to be at the Lakers game, but you're going to be at other Sixers games this season, uh, don't worry. I will be back, go to more, and we can we can do it again. But that's all I got. Quick little recap. Uh, how about the Birds? They just keep winning. Ugly, dirty win against the Chiefs Monday night. 9-1, and one, just the best. Aaron Nola staying put with the Phillies. Glad he re-signed. As we mentioned, Sixers got the Wolves tonight, which should be fun. Jack Hughes, have to mention it. He's back healthy, which I love. I know my Philly people don't. Uh, and Thanksgiving on Thursday. The best. All good, fun things. Again, love you all very dearly. I hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving. Fun, safe holiday weekend. And uh, that's all I got for you. Love you all. Have a great weekend. And uh, that's my folks.